Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the We Are MCBS podcast. Today, it's February 20th, 2019, and it is a beautiful day in Winter Park. It's amazing. And I'm not alone. I'm here with... Wait, you're not Pete? I am not Pete. You're... That is a good observation. You're... <laughs> You're the person I've been married to for 26 years. What, <laughs> Shannon, what are you doing here? Pete's supposed to be my co-host. Uh, listen, I had to kick him out one day and come see this amazingness for myself. Well, you claim to kick him out, but you and I both know the truth. He's working with Steve Spurrier right now, <sighs> and he is focused on getting that defensive line worked out for the Apollos. And I, I'm, I'm just looking forward to uh, Steve and Pete hooking us up with those tickets. Hey, listen, if I can go hang out with old ball coach, I will be in heaven. So I'll let him work on that while I come here for the morning. Yeah. Thank you, Pete. Thanks wherever you are, wherever you and Steve are. Shannon, we're not alone in the room. We are surrounded by energetic students that woke up well before the sun got up, came into the studio just to be on the podcast. And they are so full of energy. It, it's the Woohoo Crew. Good morning, everybody. They are just wooing and hooing. Uh, it's hard to it's hard to even focus on all of it. There's so much. Uh, today we're going to take a look at a couple of media related stories, as we do every episode. And the students that brought these in know way more than Shannon and I. So we're going to let them take the lead on the stories while she and I just nod politely. Absolutely, I'm very good at nodding. <laughs> For those of you listening, she's nodding right now. I'd like you to picture it, head up, head down, and repeat. <laughs> All right, good stuff. That's radio. Up first, we're going to be talking more about the Apollos, it looks like, the Orlando Apollos, and we've got Ben Macaroni. Yes, always a pleasure being on the podcast, always. Good to see you, Ben. Huh. Always a pleasure seeing you, Jason, and just bright, the bright eyes of Shannon this morning. It's amazing. No offense, Pete. I'm just sorry Pete's not here to talk to you about this football. Shannon knows more about Steve Spurrier than anybody on earth, but Pete probably knows more about the Apollos than yes. everybody except Pete is Steve. A, Pete is a lucky season ticket holder, which I will be bribing him in, you know, talk, texting him multiple times to try to get a uh, free ticket. But anyways, they had their debut week last week on CBS, and shocker to everybody, they had a 2.4 million uh, rating. So 2.4 million people decided to tune in and watch the debut week of the AAFL, the All-American Football League. That's insane. Yeah. They're basically the minor league of the NFL, but they actually did better than the NBA on ABC, and it's right around the time where it's the NBA like, All-Star, and it's right in the dead right down the trade deadline. So that was actually pretty shocking. They beat them. So a well-established sports franchise doing something at the end of the season that everybody cares about got beat by the first game ever of a brand-new upstart league. Yeah, it's not too surprising because, I mean, I think football is really taking over as America's pastime opposed to baseball, and everybody wants that little, you know, the Jones and for the football, the men, the Super Bowl ends, which I got to remember who won the Super Bowl. I can't forget. Oh, yeah, it was the Patriots. Sorry. Was had it? Put, had to put that in there. Was it? Um, yeah, it was. Who did they beat? The Los Angeles Rams. 
I was about to say I knew that answer. <laughs> I couldn't even speak for a minute. I was giving you eyeballs. Listen, we won so many rings, I just lost track. Anyways. Um, yeah. Me too. Yeah. Exciting Super Bowl. The Patriots won again. Yay. Uh, a, sorry. So, sorry for the person who's edited this out. Sorry. Um, That's not getting edited out. Okay. Uh, so basically, they marketed themselves as the minor league system to the NFL. And what they do is they really, it's for the players, by the players. They provide housing, insurance uh, for the, all the players in the league. A lot of it's made up of college players who didn't get drafted and players who were in the league who um, ended up maybe like uh, getting hurt or getting dropped from a team. So it was really kind of a fresh start for them. So they really market themselves as a a, a new league that is still somewhat connected to the NFL. So those NFL fans don't have to like try to like turn their like you know their minds off and like oh this is a new league. It's the same league just a little different system. So that's interesting. Uh, even though they're not connected directly at all, they're they're in some ways claiming to kind of be a. a a proving ground for some players. Yeah, it's it, there's some type there's some marketing going um, between the two because a lot of the analysts that work for CBS that work for the AFL work for the NFL Network, so there is that cooperation and there is some marketing on NFL Network about the AFL. So there is some cooperation marketing wise. Oh, okay. Boy, that's new. That's a, a little different from when they first got started. I thought they were going to be more uh, oppositional. No, the only league that's right now working to be oppositional is the XFL, but well, that's a story for another day. Wait, no, that's a story for now. Are they still around? The XFL closed in 2000, and they just got relaunched last year, and they're trying to make a season next year. But the funny thing is they're actually making the season the same time as the AAFL, and after seeing the ratings of the AAFL, it's going to be very interesting to see how they're going to compete. Well... If I know anything about the XFL based on their last track record, they're probably going to add something exciting like paintball. So yeah. it'll be like football, just, paintball, hybrid, and then I'd watch that. I think, well, I think they were ahead of their time because the nicknames on the jerseys, I mean, now with the social media age we are, with the influences, <laughs> you put a hashtag, he hate me on, a jer on, on someone's jersey, be awesome. Good point. I didn't even think about the implications. All right. Well, hashtag thank you for that. Do you know how many teams they have in total for the AFL? Eight teams. Eight teams. The season goes from last week, oh, sorry, from February 9th till, I believe, the first or second week in April is their playoff game. Okay. So they do a playoff system, and then we get the whole champion of the AFL kind yes. of deal going on? Okay. Maybe yeah. they'll have better commercials. Yeah, well, hopefully. But, uh, yeah, the Super Bowl. But uh, they actually work it out pretty well because the way their marketing plan is, again, because they're a developmental or minor league system, is that they end right when the draft's about to start and when the the training camp starts for the NFL. So it, work, it co goes coexists perfectly into it. Oh, I did not realize that's the take they were taking on it. So that's different than the ex-LMNOP yeah. people that you were just talking about. Yeah, the XFL, like, which is right? the extreme football league. Because, you know, I'm used to, like, minor league baseball teams. We're, you know, we're in Florida, so we're used to those teams being all around this area. So that's that same concept, except yeah. for football. Yeah, a lot of leagues are doing that. They're kind of trying to mop, like, copy the um, MLB model, where mm -hmm. there's a minor league or farm system. I know the NBA is doing it with the G League now. They're all trying to get that because it's better for the game and better for marketing, too, because if the main branch, the main league owns it, then they're making more revenue off that, too. So You know what? I'm a little more interested now. You taught me something I didn't know. So basically, this all boils down to the fact that now Tim Tebow can come back and play football, finally. We Good. can only <laughs> hope. All I needed to know. We can only hope that the greatest of all time, Tim, Peeble, Tim Tebow, 
will step back on the field. That's right. Once again. Timmy. Well, not, not in a Mets jersey, in a hopefully Orlando Apollos yeah. jersey. Well, Ben, thank you very much for bringing some football to the table for us. I think uh, the more sport we can get on the podcast, the better. Oh, it's always better for me. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you next week. Well, Shannon, this is a little weird because with Pete, I ask him questions because, you know, I don't know what Pete does when I'm not hanging out with him, but I'm, <laughs> I'm always with you. So to ask you, hey, Shannon, did you catch the Grammys? That's awkward because I know you didn't. I know. I know we both forgot that it was on together. But when we found out it was on, neither of us was like really disappointed that we'd missed it. No, and I don't think if we knew it was on, we would have turned the TV on anyway. Right. But that doesn't mean we haven't loved the Grammys in the past. We're old. We've watched the Grammys since old people were on it. Yeah. Dave Matthews, man. Go ahead, say it. You I can. Was, I was going to say Lawrence Welk, but uh, we got Hirsch with us here at the microphone, and Hirsch is talking to us about the Grammys. Uh, he luckily watched. He's got some information, and he was telling us earlier about, uh, for instance, a Drake mishap. What happened there, Hirsch? He was giving his speech, and like, I don't know, I don't understand what they did, but as he was like telling other artists that basically the Grammys mean nothing, you really don't need it. <laughs> right after that, they're like, uh-uh, stopped there right on the spot. He tried to talk it to the mic and like nothing was happening, so he just walked off stage. But yeah, I guess they didn't like hearing that another artist telling other artists they didn't need Grammys, because I don't know, it is kind of rigged. And that wasn't the only time somebody got cut off, right? Because somebody else did get cut off too and they turned the lights off when they were trying to to keep talking uh did they was it kanye probably kanye i, t I cut off kanye <laughs> real quick <laughs> that's 90 percent of why i don't watch it in the first place <laughs> <laughs> yeah the grammys is something else man i honestly don't even like the grammys so what made you watch it then I, mean, I was that bored. <laughs> I was that bored with nothing else to do. <laughs> well, if you're a full sale student and uh, you didn't go to this year's Grammys and you're still going to be here next year, I recommend going to the full sale party for Grammys, Oscars, and what's the other one? They don't do Tonys. Uh, do they Grammys, do Emmys? Oscars, Emmys. Emmys. Yep, yeah, you got yeah. it. So the, the big three, uh, they put a party on for each of those, and they give away like flat screen TVs and hacky sacks, PS4s. like good stuff and Ooh. cheap stuff and studio time. It's all they, free. They really do. Yeah, they and just hand it to you. Pizza. And yeah. No, they do. <laughs> and honestly, if you're gonna sit at home and watch it in on your couch, uh, it's it's a great way to network and hang out with other people that are. You don't have to love it to go want to hang out with people and watch it. Uh, there was something else with Drake. Uh, uh, he he uh, released his uh, oh yeah his, mixtape uh, right yeah his so his first ever mixtape the one that made him like when he first hit the scene uh, that just got released on all streaming platforms so like Apple Music Spotify um, what else uh, Pandora does that count yeah oh, that sure like a radio? yeah oh. probably uh, iMusic with uh, yeah. Amazon and surprisingly it's only been on there it's all it was on Apple Music for like a day or two it's already reached number 15 on the charts and it's like a mixtape from like 2010 2009 something like that so I don't know it has a different sound to it than all his other music of course oh yeah because <laughs> he was able to afford to have the other ones produced yeah the, the first one probably sounded rough it kind of was I'm not gonna lie it's, <laughs> it's kind of rough but then again it kind of was like I don't know it, for all the other sounds of that time it kind of sounded a little revolutionary like you could see where his music was going with that mixtape and that's a good point you know if you if you can't be heard as an artist without a, f a fully polished piece, then you're probably not an artist. <laughs> probably not. Pro probably probably need too much auto tune to, to get you on the on the radio. 
So how was that different uh, from his original release? Because originally he didn't, I mean, this has been out for a little while. It just now hit all these streaming platforms. The original release, mm-hmm. um, you could only get it on uh, what's it called, like mixtape apps or like YouTube. You would have to like listen to it or, or you, I think you could download it from YouTube, but um, it wasn't on like any streaming platforms at all. Like you had to download it to your phone from an app that you probably downloaded 10 minutes earlier before that. Do you know how long it was available on those other platforms before it got released everywhere else? Uh, that's been available probably since he dropped it. Like whenever it came out, mm-hmm. it's been available, but you just couldn't get it on like in all the big platforms. It wasn't on any of those. Right. And I think that's a, a really good point to make. Uh, and that's that when it was available to everybody, not many people went and got it because it wasn't an easy place to get. But as soon as he put it on all the places that we already had listened to, that we have on our phones and our Alexas and everything, well, then it's like, yeah, hook me up. Let's hear it. I downloaded it this morning. I listened to it in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> so these streaming services are really powerful. They bring a lot, of, a lot of exposure to people that are able to get themselves seen on there, heard on there. Well, Hirsch, we appreciate you helping Shannon and I out. We obviously fell asleep way too early to hear all the good stuff, but we're glad that the young people were up and paying attention. No problem. I enjoyed it. Well, we'll talk to you next week. And for uh, Shannon, I guess that's it for us for today. That's, That's the end of the episode. All right. Well, it was great to be on here. I guess I need to go home and mow the lawn and please God, yes. Fix the fix the fence and boy, all right. Well, I know what I'm doing for the rest of my Wednesday. And those of you out there in podcast land, I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day not mowing the lawn. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>